welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. What up, though? I think, I think this is episode 142. I don't know. Uh, nigga. This is, this is, I gotta kind of stay on top of it. No, this is 143. Uh, 142 was last week, and it was hip-hop migration with Cousin Al. But this week, I got my brother back on. Norm fucking regular is back in the motherfucking building. What the fuck is up? What the fuck is up, nigga? What's up, baby? Yo, how you been, man? How's how's the studio coming along? I see you posting like different <laughs> clips. I, I want to know more about that that boomerang. Man, look, been... <laughs> <laughs> I peeped. Man, look. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all the scoop. Um, I'm working on something. I don't know if it's gonna be a full project or not, but it's definitely gonna be an A side and a B side, maybe like two joints each um doing one side called angela the other side is going to be uh called jacqueline okay it's like boom my ring you know what i mean i had halle berry and he had fucking robin Givens on the other side but that's the um it's just the vibes i'm getting from those beats you get what i'm saying like heard the sample the way the beast is going so it's um it's dope just being able to play them shits on the computer and after I'm done writing, I can just record the shit. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that shit feels great. Um, me and my man Norm are finishing our album right now. He's mixing and mastering joints. Um, mm-hmm. fucking uh, yeah, man, this shit. Uh, this shit is it's fun, man. Um, being able to work at my own pace. You get what I'm saying? Like no pressure. If I don't like something, I can just stop. Hit the space bar. Nah, let's do that again. Mm-hmm. All right, nah, let's do that again. I can do as many takes as I want. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can stop and drink my water whatever i can be as creative as i want without any judgment you get what i'm saying and mm-hmm. it's making the music come out better and um it feels great bro i'm, I'm blessed and i'm grateful that i'm able to do this shit now i'm fucking retarded for waiting so long to do it but better late than never yeah yeah perfect timing too you know you coming off the the different releases that you've had indeed and, and you learn yourself now you absolutely like you yeah said it, you ain't you ain't working on somebody else's time. Exactly. Exactly. Who's producing the um the the uh the oh, A side uh, and the B side records? That's my man uh Chin Beats, uh the same dude that did be with you. Okay. Um, so like his, his you know what I mean, you can tell his, his samples got that ninety soul in it. So I really um I just like to really make good songs with his beats, you get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to do with this joint there's some spontaneous you know what I mean mm-hmm. alright so I mean we here I mean since since we are here happy 47th birthday to hip hop you feel Ooh, me uh, I love you yes, I love sir. you I, I owe you a lot I owe you so much in my life you've got me through just like rough patches and just right. just got me through you got me here you got me on doing the podcast this is Word. You, you know, it got it got us here, no? That's real. <laughs> it, absolutely. Those absolutely. Weekly conversations and meeting you in high school and you know, just conversations about hip hop in general. It connected Indeed. me and Aleem. It connected me and Vic. It connected me and me, you, Stacy. Uh, you know, my relationship is hip hop based. It's 
having these debates about hip hop and you know just I love it. I I love before. I, I love my sisters and my brothers and mainly my older sister for you know taking me on these like mall runs and store runs and playing my favorite artists and her favorite artists and just you know bonding and stuff but knowing what does hip hop mean to you man hip hop is everything to me bro um i posted yesterday on uh my instagram story uh what got me started is a fisher price pretty much like a boom box had a microphone on the side of it and a tape deck in it and um that's where I heard hip hop at. You know what I mean? My brother had just moved out and he had a Chub Rock tape and a Houdini tape on one side. And I heard that shit and it was over. And um, ever since then, bro, like, I was talking to them yesterday. Well, not yesterday, like maybe a week ago. Um, We got a group chat on Instagram and they were just talking about, you know what I mean, the roots of hip hop and things of that nature. My big brother tells me, like, yeah, yeah, little bro, you was born into it. And I kind of feel like what Black Thought said on um, Brown Sugar, he said, like, it was, pre- it was predetermined, you know what I mean? It was a fourth marriage. And um, that's kind of, that's really how it is for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was going to be around it regardless. Like, you said, well, I wanted to or not. Like, it was there. Like, my brother rap, like, they were signed to Atlantic Records, you know what I mean? So mm. it was like, they were they were out here. So I was always around hip-hop. Like, the, the second I got to understand or comprehend what was going on, you know what I mean? Hip-hop was around me, so... Is just that's even still if I'm to blow up and become super, you know what I mean, famous, whatever the case. If not, you know what I mean, I'm just rapping in my room, whatever. I'ma still do it because this is what I love. You know what I mean? This is a hobby for me. This is a release for me. This is an outlet. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. hip hop just it's like like you said, bro. This shit, man. It's got me. It's got me so far. It's how I dress, how I talk. Like I tell niggas all the time, bro. I've been in Baltimore more than 95% of my life, but my I sound like I'm from New York because of the niggas I grew up on, you know what I mean? Like, I literally, I was raised by them niggas. Like, my moms didn't, my moms took care of me. My moms didn't raise me. Like, them niggas raised me, you get what I'm saying? Them mm-hmm. and my big brothers and shit, so growing up on the locks and Nas and Mob Deep and, like, watching documentaries and all that shit. You know, we millennials, so we was on the internet and shit like that, so, you know what I mean? Just hearing them niggas and I guess being in New York with my family and then cutting, you know what I mean, coming back, being influenced by that, that shit just stuck with me. And it's just hip hop is everywhere. It's how I, I sag my pants, you know, how I wear them shits over my sneakers, how I put my fitted down. If it wasn't for me, so I won't wear my fitted this low. You know what I mean? Like, mm. shit is real, bro. So, like, yeah, man, I, lo- I love hip hop, like, with every, every inch of my fucking being. Mm. I want to backtrack real quick. You said your brother was signed to Atlantic Records, right? So Indeed. what what are some of the conversation that he's had with you with um, independent grind versus being signed to a major label? Like, what are the differences he's explained to you growing up with you doing music? It's just been always just to, like, do it right myself. You get what I'm saying? So I don't have to, I guess, yearn for label backing. You get what I'm saying? Like... You do it right yourself. Yeah, it might take a little longer, but you're going to get what you desire, and you won't have to worry about paying the plug back. You get what I'm saying? You won't have to worry about fulfilling this contract. You get what I'm saying? And that shit may or may not destroy your career if y'all have a falling out. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just a big gamble with the... Um, He always told me that it's a big gamble with the fucking, with the labels, because... At the end of the day, you you at their will. So, you know what I mean? You got to really do what they want. 
it. So you know, he always told me, like, yo, just do you. You know what I mean? You're talented, just do you. Um, as an artist, when you hear the term hip hop saved my life, what does that mean to you? <clears throat> I mean, uh, a couple things. Um, whether hip hop got you through a fucked up time, hip hop saved you financially, put you in a better situation, hip hop improved you mentally as a person, molded you, whatever, like hip hop gave you something to look forward to. It's a lot of things, you know what I mean? Hip-hop could be a fucking uh, uh, cushion for a lot of people, you know what I mean? That shit, the lane's so big, it's something everybody can relate to, you know? I remember when Lupe, Lupe had the song Hip-Hop Save My Life. Word, word. And ironically, it was about young, uh, Slim Thug. Word. So when I found that out, it was kind of like, you you go back and then listen to his song like, damn, yo, he... he took his baby mother car to go to the different battles and stuff like right. that. Like, it was a lot of hardships, excuse me, from the song, but I noticed that a lot of artists have that, um, that similar story about how, you know, I'm pretty much down and out, and this was all I had. Music is all I had. And not even so much as just artists, but people in general. Like, it's yeah. been plenty of stories of, like, you know, Fans relating to the artists and possibly, you know, harming themselves or harming somebody else. But the music saved them, saved them from going to jail. It saved them from, you know, making a stupid mistake or being around somebody that they shouldn't have been like just listening to certain records. So what was a a, a song that helped you from, you know, making that decision that could be detrimental to your life? There was no song. I listened to songs that influenced bad decisions. That was my fucking problem. <laughs> when, I got, when I got angry, nigga, I turned on Onyx. I'm like, yeah, let's shoot this nigga. My friends was the niggas that deterred the shit. Like, mm. all right, bro, we can go shoot this nigga. You know what I mean? Let's go get high real quick. And they get me so high, I couldn't move. You know what I mean? And mm. I was like, oh, I see what y'all <laughs> did. Yeah. But um, I was always like, I remember I had a mental breakdown in 06. My mom went through a lot of shit. Um, my grandmother just died. My baby mom left me, took my daughter. Um, it was right after high school, and um, my mom was leaving. I, I was about to be homeless, you get what I'm saying? Um, I was about to, this when I was about to start working at Giant. When I was working at Giant, bro, I was going through mad shit. Mm -hmm. I was taking dinner home from the fucking deli, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. shit, was, shit was rough. But um, that shit, I was listening to Onyx. Just because, like, they got a song called Better Off Dead, and I felt like that. And I just, like, was losing it. Like, I was throwing chairs and shit to the point the police came and got me and took me to Northwest Hospital, threw me in this little-ass room with a cushion and some fucking tobacco guts on the floor. The lady came and evaluated me, all that shit, you know what I mean? But even still, to this day, I will listen to that shit when I'm in a fucked-up mood, but... Man, when I'm more in control of my emotions, I can listen to it and release those emotions vicariously through them. You get what I'm saying? So it was always something there because them niggas just, I, I felt like they understood how the fuck I felt. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so angry. It's a line that Sticky says, you know what I mean, on a song called Shout. He said, I'm fed up. I'm filled with a... Uh, filled with so much anxiety, I just got to scream, you know what I mean? The nigga just start screaming, like, ah, you know what I mean? The mm -hmm. hook, be like, yo, you know what I mean? Scream and shout, let it all out. And I think that's what it was. I was singing that song. I was just yelling, like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to get that shit out. Because my temper's always been a problem for me, like, even growing up. I had anger management for a long time. And um, 
them niggas, I just felt like they understood, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, people like, fuck people, you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. going through that time, I didn't realize what my mind was doing, because I was, you know what I mean? I was just turning 18, like I was still a kid, but becoming a man, so that was a tough time to go through all of that in, in between that transition. And um, regardless of the shit I went through, they, they got me through that. They, it sound crazy, but they kept me strong. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't cry, nothing like that. Like, I probably should have, but that shit kept me strong. It built up. That shit, that shit birthed no. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I was, I felt so defeated. I felt like I was dead, like not dead, was gone. You get what I'm saying? And somebody stronger had to emerge from that because I wasn't, I wasn't dead physically. So some, something had to come. So Long was born and this angry ass, fucking skinny person came out of nowhere it, like i said the the hip-hop you know what i mean it all molded that the, the the interest changed how i rap changed i used to be laid back musically how i rap i got more aggressive i started spazzing on shit you know what i'm saying so music man it's just different joints from them to the mob you know what i mean the infamous mob like listen to a lot of niggas like that that really just i guess kept me strong throughout shit bro like I don't know if it was a mental like distraction or whatever, but that shit was like, yeah, I was like, fuck it, you know what I mean? Fuck all that soft shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Ain't nobody. It showed me the realities of life. You know what I'm saying? And Infamous Mob always called this shit reality rap, and I just kept gravitating towards that. You know what I mean? Mm. And sh shit was fucked up, bro. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm gonna roll another blunt. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah, do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's switch topics real quick, right? So on Instagram, um, shout out to uh, DITC Forever ninety four. Word. He posted um this clip from the nineteen ninety Soul Train Awards Best Word. Rap Album. Um, the winner was Heavy D. I'm gonna play the clip and I wanna get your thoughts on what he said in the clip. So before yeah. we before we get into that that question I asked, or well, your feelings yeah. on what everything he was saying, um, what does Heavy D mean to hip hop? What? Man, look, I hate that these young niggas don't give the OGs a prosper. 
Heavy D, like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be a lot of these niggas out. Like, he made it cool to be fat, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For Biggie, you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, the overweight lovers in the house, you know what I mean? The nigga was dancing. Mm -hmm. He made jams, you know what I mean? I got nothing but love for you, baby. Like, he made jams. Like, Heavy D is a pivotal part of hip-hop. He was in Biggie's video in the fucking One More Chance video. Mm -hmm. Like, Heavy D, Mount Vernon, Pete Rock, that whole, you know what I mean? See how smooth that whole collective, like, you know what I mean? That's, that's hip-hop. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't mention hip-hop without mentioning them. Like, you can't mention the 90s without mentioning, like, come on, yo. Shouts ahead, man. Long live heavy D, man. Um, in the 90s, being pro-black was... It was different than what you see on social Indeed. media now. Right? Indeed. So, when he was saying, uh, Eddie Murphy was telling him the significance of the award, and just, you know, being proud to be black, Right. Our award shows meant so much to us then. What do you think it would take for us to have that spill over to today's time? You know, we have BET Awards. We have Soul Train Awards, I believe. Um, But it doesn't seem like black artists really care about that. You know, sometimes they skip out on the BET Awards. Yeah. The bigger artists don't come. Um... And it's just very rare. Like, they had to be given some type of award, which sometimes I understand. If I ain't getting an award, I ain't going. I get that. But what do right. you think it would take for our community to, you know, love love our platforms? Um, As far as, like, something like that, first off, I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck how broke you are, how rich you are. If you black... You bougie, and you got a certain entitlement because you are black, and I'm not. We fuck that, do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we out here. You get what I'm saying? And acknowledge who you are and embrace it. Don't fucking, don't limit yourself and fucking fulfill your potential so you can really be like, yeah, I'm the man. I'm that king that I, I know I am. And I feel like it'll have to be. The point I'm making is, I feel like the it'll have to be as dignified as the Grammys. It'll have to be as big as that. It'll have to be as recognized as that, and it'll have to be by us. You get what I'm saying? Because you can have a cookout at work that you feel obligated to go to. And, you know, you cool with a couple of your coworkers, but you're like, ah, I ain't really trying to go. But you got a cookout, you know what I mean, with niggas that you feel like that's your family, you know what I mean? And niggas are showing you love there, niggas giving you roses. You ain't going to mind giving roses back to other niggas. I'd go to that. You can get fly. It's going to be bitches there, you know what I mean? You know, niggas is watching. Your followers going to go up, you know variety, whatever the case. All that shit is going to be a lit-ass night. I do that. You get what I'm saying? And I think it'll have to be like that. It'll take a lot of organization, but it could be done. These niggas got a lot of money, and they spend a lot of money on a bunch of other shit. You get what I'm saying? Let let Jay, let Diddy, let Khaled, let fucking let me, let all these, you know what I mean, big money niggas come together and throw, you know what I mean, throw some money in the pot. Like, yo, mm -hmm. let's throw something, let's throw something annually. You know what I mean? Put Rent on something, red carpet, niggas get fly. Make this shit happen. We gonna give each other love. We gonna give each other our voters while we hit. Mm. That shit is definitely beyond possible, bro. And I, I'd love to see that. I, I watched that. I see it happening. Um, was it last year? It might have been this year. I don't know. But uh, the last BT Awards, I saw a lot of people tap into that. You know mm. what I mean? Like a lot of people tapped into that. And I was, I, I don't really watch the awards because it's not really artists that I listen to on there. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But that was dope that people did that. You get what I'm saying? But um. 
Yeah, man. I feel like it'll have to be something like that for it to be on some, like, universal shit. Like, everybody tapping in. Like, the social force is, like, yeah. that, that shit was live. You know what I'm saying? Like, hip-hop. Like, you know what I mean? But it's different now. I guess shit's through popcorn. You know what I mean? Niggas like, uh, it's okay, but I'm too cool for that shit. I really want a Grammy. All right, bitch. <laughs> right, 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 uh, right, right. You, you crying and bitching about the white people not accepting you and your music and who you are as an artist and just a human in general. But right. you still strive for their acceptance. I don't get it. But rest in peace, Happy D. You know, we're going to keep it Mount Vernon. Did you catch any of the, uh, well, did you catch any of the Rough Rider um, episodes? No, I have to watch. I got to watch that and, uh, um, the No Limit joint because I was in um <clears throat> I was in Florida when the no, the no Limit joint was on so I caught a couple of minutes because I was running around a lot mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> that shit looked lit and I need to sit down and watch both of them shits because Lord knows that's that's our generation you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah for sure the No I Limit think... one was really good uh the Rough Rider one was cool I didn't know that they knew Heavy D um, yeah, they. I mean, that about, makes sense. That makes sense because Mount Vernon and Yonkers is like down the street. So. Yeah, it was a lot of little tidbits in there. Like, uh, I just give you a little bit. Um, Puff, the guy that pro- it was a guy that produced for Jodeci. Puff introduced yeah. him to D. No, to Y. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's how he produced DMX's Born Loser record. Mm, and yeah, um, I know that. yeah, and DNY grew up either above or below Cool Hurt ties into wow. birth and hip hop. Wow. Um, yeah, it it was it was pretty it was pretty dope. Like just the setup that I think now the next episode episode two they're going to get into like the locks. So okay, um, that, that, yeah, that. just the upbringing of them. It was it was. A cool story. It was a cool story. They went through the whole family. Um, they haven't got to like Swiss yet, but they went through like the the siblings. It was five of them, and how they how they met with uh how they met DMX. Only thing, oh the DMX shit is so fucking sad. I don't care how many times this nigga tells the story about I his mom imagine, leaving right. school, but this he actually he had to take a break because he he broke down. He broke down, bro. Word, yeah, that's it's real. Like, that's real. Shit is sad, but you know, then I the only thing I really didn't. I wish they had, you know, touched on some of him like being down here. Word, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I was that's because that him. nigga was wilding shit down here. Yeah. I done heard some stories. Yeah. I done heard some stories about X down this bitch. That nigga like a fucking movie villain. Yeah, yeah, and they was talking about how mm. he was robbing niggas with the dog. Yes, sir. You know? But I, I like I was telling, like I was telling Lauren, I'm like, DMS low key. Uh, Oh, West Baltimore nigga. The West Baltimore nigga, indeed, indeed. <laughs> like so, you know. Um, I thought this was interesting that um, DNY. I think they were on uh, a Breakfast Club, and okay. they talk about Hove clearing a debt for Rough Riders at Def Jam when he was the president. Uh. Um, and at that point, uh, he told DMX, "Now the inmates run the asylum." When he became the president. Now this is where shit get a little weird, right? DNY said that Edge didn't like that as he thought Hove was never nicer than him. Ooh. Now, the first thing in my mind, 
that's some shit I'd be like, like yeah. Fuck out of here, yeah. <laughs> it's like this shit cool, but you ain't, you ain't better than me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't beat me, nigga. The fuck is you talking about? Right. Uh, but the first thing that came to my mind is over ego and pride, we gonna die. Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> um, Ooh. shout out, shout out to uh Nip, shout out to cousin Al, cause you know he was talking about that on on the previous episodes, but. Yeah. It's, it starts like this that shows examples of people not allowing people to grow. That's real. That's real. But it's kind of like a double-edged sword, though. Because initial, my initial thought is, although he's retired, he may still put out an album on him. So, right, which right. in turn, he ended up leaving the label before he put out another album as the president. He still put out an album. But I guess that's how DMX was looking at it. What do you uh-huh. think? The way he's thinking, thinking how X think more than likely, you get what I'm saying? He's probably just looking at it competition-wise the whole time. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like he's still like that now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just hearing how he talking, things like that. Like, he, he's him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I can't fault him for his faults. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the, the competitive nature, maybe? Too. Yeah, more than likely. Because well, that nigga was a, a battle-like type nigga, so... He probably, yeah, and then, like, them niggas <clears throat> came up together, like, you know what I mean? They was peers, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. he probably, yeah, he probably didn't didn't take kindly to that. So, I mean, I understand. I probably wouldn't have did this shit, you know what I mean? But I, I get it, 120%. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, fucking, my man, Matt, yeah, he just operated the same exact fucking way, I guarantee you. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. What's going on with him? He's got new music out? Um, he about to come up here in like two weeks. We about to get it, about to get it in. Um, I just got the phone with him like an hour and a half ago. Okay. So, you know what I mean? We got, um, he on my new album, so we got to record that. Um, on the Scribe Infinity joint, we got to finish our, um, our album, the Corner Boy joint. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, we gonna shoot some videos, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he I know he got some shit he got to lay down, so he's really gonna utilize his home studio while he up here. Perfect. Make this shit happen, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he ain't been here in a while, so I'm going to take this nigga to the ghetto. Do some hood, you know what I mean? Do some hood rat shit with my friend. Shout out to that little fat boy. He a Word. big fat boy. Now. That nigga in jail again. Yeah, I seen. Right. <laughs> you got to be a smart criminal. That's a good thing. That's the thing about being a criminal, bro. You can't just be a dumbass because nobody wants to go to jail. Mm-hmm. I ain't never been in jail in my life, nigga. I ain't a, I ain't a full time criminal though. When I was when I was breaking crime full time, I didn't stand still. That's your niggas' problem. Stands. Pro tip: Don't stand still. I mean, it's twenty twenty now. If you're still standing outside, you need to re reevaluate your priority. That's a fucking fact. That's a fucking fact. Oh, we still got these. Hold up. What's that? What's that? What's that? Hold up. You found a joint. Think so? Wait. Oh no! Wait. Let's probably put some more weed go. in. Damn. Oh, I ain't clicking. Bless you. Thank you, sir. There we go. Oh shit, we lit. I missed them. <laughs> um, where we at? Oh well, I guess this is a bad transition. But Jay Z's opening up a school. <laughs> Word. <laughs> That's a horrible transition. But no, uh. <laughs> 
I can't believe I just did that. Shows to Jigger, man, yeah. nigga. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Iceberg Slim. He teams <laughs> with um, Long Island University. Students will what? learn from the university professors and engage with visiting guest artists and lecturers. Mm-hmm. While gaining experience through internships and a network of professional contacts, Rock Nation Hope Scholarships will be awarded to 25% of the incoming freshman class. These scholars will graduate debt-free and will receive individualized support and mentorship. The school will offer camps for younger, inspiring students. High schoolers will be able to enroll in summer residential camps, while students ages 10 to 18 can attend year-round Saturday programs in music and sports management. The program will commence in Spring 2021 and need and need based scholarships will be available for camps. How beautiful is that, dog? Man, no revoice. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Straight up, yo. That's all. Straight up, yo. That's yeah. live, yo. That's live. See, that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, that's the shit rich niggas need to do with they. But I can't tell you what to do with your money, but. Instead of fucking just throwing that shit everywhere, bro, you love your hood that much, hold your hood down. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's the least you could do. Mm-hmm. And, and just the, the upbringing for the next generation, bro. Next generation, They don't have to right. see what you've seen. Right. You feel right. me? Like, the, the goal is to elevate. Like, so you give right. them the tools that you didn't have because exactly. it's accessible to them at this point. You know. Man, yeah, look. Man. That's that's G shit right there because imagine how it would feel as a child to be in a fucked up school with fucked up books, but you looking out your window and seeing gentrification. That mm-hmm. shit would hurt. You know what I mean? So shouts to the baby that is going through that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's live that a black man took that step. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. Shout out to whole man. I think the biggest thing for me is debt free. They graduated yes, debt free. Yes. How many how many people we know that you know, got student loans. Student right. loans that it's like, bro, you owe sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Right. And a lot of these niggas can't even they not even utilizing the degree they spent Good forty day. eight yep. years on. Yep. Yep. That's a bunch of bullshit. So I yep. I'm not in the field that I wanna be in. And I owe sixty, seventy thousand dollars and y'all holding it against me and I can't do this, I can't do that. Nigga, I owe student loans. Certainly making suck my dick. <laughs> I pay y'all niggas when I got it, nigga. I ain't got it right now. Yeah. Granted, you know what I mean? I ain't got it like that. I ain't got them college students home. You know what I mean? But that's the fact. They hit you up like, hey, uh, what's going on, sir? You got our bread? No. <laughs> I pay y'all niggas when I got it. And then paying off the interest and things of that nature, you be paying off that shit your whole fucking life. And it's just like, man, the shit is unfair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that shit is grateful. I mean, that shit is great that he, he's doing that because it's such a burden, you know what I mean, that people shouldn't have to worry about for trying to improve their life, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy he did that. Shout out to Hove, man. Um, also, shout out to Snoop. I, I seen something that uh, it kind of threw me for a loop when I first read it, but then I was like, that kind of made sense. Snoop owns the album cover for Doggy Style. That's hard. That's hard. Um, he doesn't Good. own the music, but he owns the cover. So Good. Good. he said, I can sell anything that has to do with the album cover, but Color. when it's time right. to do anything regarding Doggy Style, they have to holler at me first because I own the cover. 
That's good. genius. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. Fucking genius. He had a cousin that had just came home from prison. Um, when the album before the album came out, and his cousin did it, and then he struck a deal with his cousin, bought the rights to it, and that's how he got it. So no mm. matter how many times they re-release and do commemorative sets for Doggy Style, they gotta pay him first if you want to use that. That cover, that's hard. Yeah, so now we see him, you know, taking advantage of it, and, you know, in the DMX battle he had on, the, I think it was like a shirt and a jacket. He ended up giving the jacket yeah, to yeah. DMX, you know. The jacket hard. Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm saying. That's the great thing about being independent, because now I let all these niggas, I'm paying out the pocket. Like, this shit mine. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, they're doing a service, and I'm paying you for it. So all these beats, all these covers... All of this shit, like this shit, is mine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's the that's why, like, I, I I'm inspired by Freddie Gibbs and Currency because mm-hmm. you would think them niggas got a whole machine behind them. That's all them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just years of hard work and momentum and talent. So building great that's what I'm relationships saying, with niggas. Exactly. Maintaining exactly. that shit. I just seen this. Uh, I just seen Currency put up a picture. And talking about basically it was a dialogue with him and Ross today, and he was like, "This nigga really like my brother, like." Word. And that's and that's like that shit mean a lot, bro. I don't think niggas yeah. really realize, yeah. Yeah. you know, the the relationships you build with other men in general, other young right. black men. Right. Like that that means right. a lot. Shout out to my man Sav. Um, he's got uh, Word. a Word. joint. Like, that's Killing my that guy, shit. bro. I, I pulled up on him, me and Corey, and we just had like a real, real deal conversation. And it was cool. And it was even even more dope to have Corey with me. And even Word. Corey See engaging that. in a conversation. Like, it just, it's just like he was saying certain things. And I turned to Corey and be like, you hear that? Like, that means right. something. Like, that, that means a lot. And, you know, you carry that with you for the rest of your life. It's just like I'm extremely proud of him, man. Like you absolutely, know. absolutely, nigga. If my car was good, I'd come highlight you. Yeah, I see yeah. you doing your thing, though, bro. Yeah, you know I'm saying, I, you know, he's. I don't know, yo. You you know how we grew up, bro. So it's like Indeed, right, a exactly. lot of those relationships you have from high school, they deteriorated. Like right, and, right, and, and it's no, it's no, uh, no uh, disrespect to you know those people. But it's just different directions in life. Different directions exactly. in life. And exactly. sometimes the conversation, the conversations you have with people that you grow grew up with, they don't always benefit you. They don't mentally. Exactly. There like, it is, right. It just, it feeds, it feeds an ego that you had when you were a child. Like, I'm no longer there a kid. Is. So, right. you know, you know, shout out to Sav, shout out to all about my group messages, you feel me? Shout out to my OGs that I had the conversations with. Man, shout out to you, Norm, you feel me? Likewise, bro, likewise, bro. We watch each other grow, grow you yeah. feel me? What? <laughs> what? It's, it's yeah. crazy, it's yeah. crazy. Indeed. You know? So but, you um, become a father, likewise, you know what I mean, on both ends. Like, that shit is yeah, crazy. <laughs> like, who would have fucking thought that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look at Tell me. Like, like, really um, where we at? Your guy, your guy releases. Uh, he's gonna release a, yes. Um, yes, a I new saw. song tonight. I'm so excited! <laughs> <laughs> so, so his guy Nas, uh, 
apparently he's going to release a new single Friday and new album come out August 21st executive produced by Hit Boy. What do you think about this pairing? Man, um I, I I've heard nothing but good things about Hit Boy and um I I honestly think we're going to be pleasantly surprised. Um Nas had on the camo jacket in a promo video, so it's about to be lit. It's lit. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga, oh, you know, that nigga channeling his in the 94. With the army jacket lining. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm excited for it, bro. So I definitely, I definitely want to see what this sound like. The thing about when people get fucked up, Nas has a weird ear for beats, yeah, whatever, but um, that's Nas, yo. Like, you know what I mean? A nigga can rap, like, crazy you know what i'm saying so even when he on a weird ass beat that nigga still rapping his ass off so this is about to be him rapping his ass off over dope beats so i think that's that's all everybody wants now nas can rap about whatever mm-hmm. only that shit dope like nas fans that's we dying for that shit. we fainted niggas is on the corner waiting for that shit to drop you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's Nas, man i can't wait um what what can a producer like hit boy bring out of a veteran like Nas now in his career in comparison to him doing music with Kanye? Uh, I think the the space to be the space to be himself, but still the ability to have modern creativity. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure Nas a hear a beat. It's like, I right, bet I can get funky on that. Because like, Don's subject matter is whatever. Like, he can do a lot. And, um, he, Like I said, he has the ability to rap. You know what I mean? He's really dope. So the beats, the Nas kicking some some dope shit. You know what I mean? Nas, like, Nas can talk that shit anybody want to hear. They like, can talk that money shit. He can talk that street shit. He can talk that bar shit. So, you know what I mean? He's going to do that. You know what I mean? Over some slick-ass beats. So, I, I, like I said, well, I think shit going to be dope. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like he's gonna bring out, you know what I mean, nasty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that sounds that sounds good. He he did a, a course on um half a mil, which is uh Don Kennedy and Hit Boy. That came out mm. I think like last week. I thought we was gonna get a verse when I seen his name on the track list. I'm like, oh well, we just got a got a nice um course from him, which was dope because it's like who would have thought you'd see a parent of Don Kennedy and Nas? You know what I mean? Like, so th- that's the marriage of Hit Boy, you know, bringing artists like that together. And I right. think Hit Boy is going to, Hit Boy is young. And right. it's, and like to, you know, double down on my question that I asked with the comparison of Hit Boy versus Kanye, Hit Boy ear is for a younger generation. Right. You feel me? Like, so the music will reflect that. It will reflect exactly. a, uh, exactly. I'm able to give him music. I'm able to give Nipsey Hussle the same kind of music I'm able to get Nas or vice versa. You know, the same music right. I gave Nipsey, I can give to Nas or whatever the case may be. Um, uh, to play devil's advocate here, do you think this album should have been publicly publicly promoted more since it's coming out next week? Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's because of Nas. So when it come out, 
it's probably gonna be dope. You know what I mean? So motherfuckers gonna talk about it, and it's gonna be all over a niggas' Instagram story and shit like that. So I feel like it's gonna do its job. Like it's it's nice. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. 2020. This was like '96 probably, but mm-hmm. in 2020, they got Instagram and chicks love Nas. Yeah, they like, so Nas, Nas music, and nothing, like, it's, Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is I think this is going to promote itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where we at? Let's see where we at. Where we at? Where we at? Did you catch the Ross and Two Chains uh, versus? I clicked on it. I saw Rick Ross dancing, and I, I clicked <laughs> on it. Uh, uh, let's see where we at. Where we at? Um, he played some unreleased stuff, like some unreleased content he had from uh. Kanye sessions. Uh, I thought the verses was too laid back for me. Um, people were like, oh, they were high. Uh, I was like, yeah, that's cool and all, but that shit was boring at first. Uh, they were really funny as shit. Um, Ross didn't use any Maybach music. Really? Uh, which was really fucking wow. weird to me. Um, yeah, that's surprising. It's like, you would think, you know, premiere songs, but, uh, I really think uh, Two Chains' approach was wrong because every time he he did a song, he would have a story, and the story would end with, "Oh, this is a hit. This is Uh. this is a hit. Oh, this was platinum. This was that." So I feel like his approach was like Fabs. Hit records. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Which, yeah. I mean, they're not wrong for it because that's what Versus calls for. Cool. Right. But my question to you is, when you see these Versus battles, is it hits or is it popularity for you? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. You get what I'm saying? Because just based off the, the feeling of the song... It take you back to where where you were when it came out. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So even if it wasn't a hit, if it was just a, a dope song that you remember, you're like, well, this is my joint. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I remember this. You know what I'm saying? So I, versus it, it's kind of weird because it could be it could be biased. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if it's a hit, Fab was playing hits, but they, they wasn't knocking. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Jada was playing street joints, and they was on point. They was on the money, so... I think, I don't know, it goes either way, yo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty cool. They they premiered two singles for upcoming albums. Um, I really didn't care for the Ross one. Um, I did see that. Uh, oh, 2 Chain sampled uh, Guy. Mm, really? Um, yeah, but it, it's a marching band playing it. Man, it's wow. really dope. It got Wayne on it. I could deal with do without Little Wayne, but yeah, yeah. Man, you know how that shit goes. But uh, shout out to Joel Santana, walking yeah, home. Santana home. Um, they was joking him on him on Twitter. He was <laughs> he put up a picture of meatloaf, and somebody was like, "How the hell he?" <laughs> How the hell you eat meat, love? You know he supposed to eat soft food. Right, he ain't got no teeth, nigga. All right. <laughs> well, shout out to him. Also, shout out to Loon, man. Loon's home. Um, I I I was watching uh Loon on the Breakfast Club, and um, yeah, he, he said home. he's he's done with being an artist. Um, he's fully devoted 
to uh, being a Muslim. Um, my question to you is, um, I think we touched on this before about you being Muslim and doing music. Um, how are you? Um, how can I put this? Uh, hold on, bro. Hold on. Uh-huh. Uh, well, like, all together, it's, it's not, you know what I mean? I'm not supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. It's forbidden. Um, but I feel like it's it's hard as a person, you know what I'm saying? Because music is frequencies and it speaks to us in different ways, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, 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 I don't think God would give me this gift if I wasn't supposed to use it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like you get to a certain age where you get disciplined and you're really on your dean, you know what I mean? And you're like, nah, I know what time it is. I got to get my soul right. But mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. And well, I, yeah, man. It's I, a big deal. Yeah. When um when I was watching the interview, I thought it was important that he said um uh he said being a mayor in jail is not one wait, hold up, wait, 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 wait. let me get this right. He said in his opinion, if he went into jail as loon he wouldn't have made it out and he made it his point that if anybody called him loon he corrected them um okay and i and he was he went into further detail basically saying how you know if they said loon he was like well you never got you never got to meet loon you missed your opportunity to meet loon this is a mirror you're talking to a mirror and they was bringing up like the you know the puff situation, and possibly uh, you know, doing business with him again. He was like it would have to be outside of music, uh, which I respect. And you know, he just passed that stage in music of being right. with music, and which is like you said, it's hard. It's just it's cool though. It's cool, and like I'm I'm cool with him. I'm cool if I never get another Loon record. Right. Because right. you know you have like even a back and forth different religion, but just like the back and forth with Mace, him struggling yeah, with yeah. music and fighting what he called at some point a demon. You feel me? Like so. Shout out to Loon. What else? What What did he say? He was like, uh, that was something I found out that was interesting. He was originally signed to Tommy Boy. Fat Man Scoop is the one that signed him, and his it's debut so album was supposed to be called Harlem World. Mm, wow. Now, the original Harlem World group was supposed to be Cam, Big Al, Big Gruff, Mace, and Loon. Mm. Um, he also touched on the fact that when I Need a Girl Part 1 and 2 came out, he wasn't even signed to Bad Boys. Um, I, I, did, I, I saw that. I saw that. That I, shit I was crazy that. as shit, but it was yeah. smart. Because yeah. he said it was a bargaining chip for him. Right. He also dropped a bomb and said that he owns his publishing to this day. Yep. <laughs> yep. Which I would have never thought that. Just like, you know, everybody else, you know, anybody that signed that bad boy, they ain't had a publishing. You think right. it was like the lot situation. And people were always right. just asking why he wasn't, why he didn't have that gripe against Puff. And he was like, because it was business first. All the other shit came after that. I made sure my business was handled. 
So when, by the time he signed a bad boy, he had a bargaining chip, which was, I'm fucking nice. <laughs> like, right. I'm nice. And you got to get the business right, you know? Shout out to Loon, bro. Shout out to Loon, man. Ooh. Uh, yeah, we, we here. We here with it. Oh, before we... No, no, no. We're going to get that. Jaguar right. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. She has an explosive IG live where she says uh, Carmen assaulted her when she was asleep, tried to stick his dick in her mouth. Uh... At one point, she was dating a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, an older guy, when she was 19 and he was 46. Damn. How dirty the roots have done her over the years. Being blackballed into a marriage by her husband, the passing of her son, and the ultimate bombshell for, you know, hip-hop fans is Malik B. Dice Raw being Black Thought's ghostwriter. What are your thoughts on all of this that's going on with Jaguar Wright? Um... Common probably 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 did. Yeah, I can see that. He give me creepy yeah. vibes, bro. I could, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, but the ghostwriting shit, I feel like she pushing it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like niggas definitely help because I mean they they's in a group, so I'm sure niggas gave niggas ideas and maybe wrote a hook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Help niggas with a bar, but ghostwriting, nah. Like black black thought, like still doing his thing, and uh, yeah. So nah, I don't, I don't really believe that, but that um. That whole Mary shit, yeah. I mean, that's 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 crazy. I wouldn't doubt that. I'm not doubt. I'm just the entertainment industry. I'm not doubting none of that shit. But mm-hmm. the whole ghostwriting shit, I'm kind of like ah. But everything else, I'm not doubting. Like, speak your truth, black woman. I mean, you you crazy. I mean, you definitely crazy. <laughs> but yeah, You're a wild but, one. You a wild yeah, definitely, one. Definitely. But the thing about it, he said she uh she got an album coming out too, so that makes this shit look oh, kind of iffy. Like ah, uh, I ain't know that. Yeah, so you know. know Man, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm Damn, saying. yo. I'm not, I'm not down to none of her claims, but no, nah, you definitely crazy. <laughs> you wild. Fucking wild. Oh, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Oh, man, man. Uh, rest in peace, FBG Duck out of Chicago. Word. Killed in the middle of the day in downtown Chicago, man. Chicago is a wild city, man. Uh, people on Twitter literally laughing at this man's death. He apparently put out a disc record about King Von, Lil Durk artist, uh, called Dead Homies, I believe it was called. Beefing in Chicago is some of the wildest shit in hip hop I've ever seen, bro. Oh, look, yo. As far as I know, the things that I've been informed with, that nigga King Von is a killer. So, I heard he was the nigga, uh, Duck was and like you said, dead, dead, dead homies and shit. This and they, his dead ops, as mm-hmm. they say, and they do that a lot in Chicago. But them niggas, them niggas shoot out dead. Like so, I was shit. Y'all got me. You gotta. I guess you gotta be ready for that shit, man. Like uh, uh, I ain't fucking with it. You little niggas crazy. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all be way different. What? Y'all be way different than I've ever seen in my life, my nigga. Oh, different, different. Oh, That's because them niggas got generational beef, yo. That should go back to like the sixties. Should go back from when the Black Panthers was getting torn up and with different factions and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Then you got the Lords and the GDs and all them niggas and shit went from like holding their hood down to 
You know what I mean? So and so killed my father. To, you know what I mean? To it got to the point to why niggas don't even know why they beefing. It's just you born into it. Like yo, this my neighborhood. It's fucking niggas across the street. Mm-hmm. Like, damn yo, that shit is crazy. Rest in peace, man. It was unfortunate to watch his, you know, his last dying breath on on social media, bro. Yeah, then it's like was cops sad, just watching him. He knew who the fuck this nigga was, bro. Yeah, they let, they let that man bleed out, man. Damn, man. Fucked up. So unfortunate, man. So unfortunate. Let's see, man. Uh, got some random tidbits. Ooh. Did you see, um... Out in uh the UK, they did a, a outdoor concert and it was sectioned off. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter earlier. That shit's so smart. Yo, I would I would be down for that because now essentially it's set up like um a club, like you buying a section. Right, right, exactly. Oh. You know how much I want to sit down at a fucking concert? I give me a blunt and sit Absolutely. outside and just what? Bro. Come on, yo! Absolutely, it was uh. Uh, the new version Money Unity Arena at Newcastle Racecourse. Um, five hundred pins. That's pretty much the the how it was sectioned off. It was five hundred pins with five family and friends per pin. So that's pretty sensible. You know, you can just turn up with your people and shit. You ain't gotta worry about other niggas being sweaty and shit. You feel me? Um, I don't know if you've seen this video. It was a lady giving birth and a man proposed. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. Um <clears throat> let's just have a conversation about niggas not being able to read the room. Word, word. Uh, she was giving birth. Um one of the worst pains that a woman can experience, and you thought that was the perfect time to propose. To propose. She's yeah, not. She don't. Different. She already pissed. She's in pain. Yeah, she she don't look her best. Mm. What are your thoughts, Norm? Yeah, that was dumb. Chicks <laughs> want that to be a memorable moment. You know what I mean? And they want to look pretty. They want to post it on Instagram. She can't post that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Why would you do that? Like, it ain't no reset button. It's not going to feel the same the second time. Mm-hmm. Man, you a dickhead for that, my nigga. Like, mm-hmm. that was selfish. You know what I'm saying? Very selfish. Very selfish. I hope she said no. Word. Word. No, I hope she left your ass too, pussy. It, was <laughs> it just didn't make sense, bro. And that happens a lot with niggas. Like I see the conversations that women have, and more or less at some point they've settled because it's like, damn, I'm really not gonna get this out of this nigga, bro. Like right. this nigga's not. Niggas don't know how to read the room. The room tells you what to say, what is yeah. appropriate to say at the time. It's just right. like niggas just don't think, bro. But shout out to you idiots. It's another nigga hitting your bitch. Um <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um damn, that's this is a good ass fucking episode. Oh, oh wait, bro. wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, I forgot how the fuck did I skip this. Seven years later, we revisit Kendra Lamar's control verse. Word. And that oh, goes for Jermaine Cole, Big Crit Wale, Pusha T, Meat Mills, ASAP Rocky, Drake, Big Sean, J Electron, Tyler McMiller. I got love for you all, but I'm trying to murder you niggas. Mm. Hmm. Now mm. let's let's go right here. Has all these artists he's named still maintained relevancy within the last seven years? Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, all of them. 
Yeah, J, J Electronica d- definitely <laughs> without putting out records still maintain. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. I'm I kind of like. Uh, let's see who we got. ASAP Rocky. Um, I feel like his music scattered. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I wish he would go back to his original sound of music. Yeah, I agree. I um, agree. We not we don't get that from him anymore. Um, James ain't alive, yo. Oh, that does make a big point there. You got a point there. It's a lot of niggas that was influenced by Yams that keep his his sound and his energy alive. Mm-hmm. But ASAP needed Yams to keep that shit alive. Mm. That's a fact, bro. I could see Yams. Did Yams fuck with? Or were they out yet uh, with Griselda? I don't think they was out yet. I like, not big, but... He might uh, uh, look. Knowing Yams, he probably was already tapped in. Probably, bro. I thought that <clears throat> shit was crazy that he was tapped into like uh, Matzo Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How late, late Matzo Cream actually came on the scene of things. Man, I think I was listening to Maxo like 2015, 2014, because mm-hmm. I heard him on um, some dash shit. I was like, oh, this shit is dope. But I was just um. That's when I was just, I think I was about to start school. I was in school. I used to just get really high after school. You're listening to some cool high music. And Dash was in all of it. I mean, not Dash, um, Yams. He was in all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like between Dash and Wretch and uh, London Drugs, fucking Joey Fats. You know what I mean? He's in a lot of shit, man. Shout out to Yambo. Do you feel like. These artists that he named on his record were real competition for him then and now, seven years later? Um, not in my eyes. Mm. I feel like to a lot of people, yeah, but to me, nah, I look at hip-hop differently. Mm. So, nah, I don't think so. Mm. Who do you feel like on this list that he named doesn't belong or didn't belong? Hey, Seth. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Um What about uh Mac Miller, uh Tyler, um that goes to make Hope Push T, Meat Mills, Asia Rocky, Drake, Big Sean, J Electron, Tyler. Definitely Big Sean, yeah, Big Sean uh yeah. scratch that nigga up. Yeah. That nigga um, popular, but you know, you can't do nothing with Kendrick, bro. Nah, nah, nah. And I think we've seen that on records. They've been on together. Like, Big Sean doesn't have a bad verse. It's just not the better verse. Right, right. Like, you know, shout out to shout out to Sean Donner. Uh right. I wonder when his music coming up. Uh, it's, niggas just, niggas playing around. Y'all, y'all gonna miss y'all window. Uh, that nigga up in that Jenny window. pussy. He don't care. That is very good. Fairy tale. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Fairy tale. What is, what's she called? Pussy fairy? Exactly. Yeah, that's what. Oh uh, man, any shout outs? No, this shit was fun. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shout outs to you, bro. Uh, shout outs to Stacy. Shout outs to Low. Um, I'm about to listen to that Edo episode. You know, it's my favorite rapper, so I gotta listen to that. Um, mm-hmm. well, shout outs to Matt. You know what I mean? I love you, bro. Um, shout outs to my uh my blood brother, my cousin. You know what I mean? Big Marco, Jay, 
infinite description, you know what I mean? Um, my man Norm, uh, everybody else. I'm not naming you niggas because I'm high, but you know what I mean? If I'm fucking with you, I'm fucking with you. I love y'all niggas, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Shout out to 420 Rapper. Shout out to Coach Class Pod. Shout out to This Ain't No Podcast. Shout out to Cousin Al. He has an episode coming out. Uh, <laughs> he has an episode coming out uh, for the Laptop Chronicles. Shout out to Pre. It's Predestined a Podcast. Shout out to Lauren Shit Vegas Eat. Shout out to Big Sis Stace. Smoking Vibe Podcast is on the motherfucking way. I can't wait Daisy? to hear this. Yeah. Uh, you know, she just recently had a birthday. Um, shout out to Stacey. Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, shout out to baby Corey. Um, shout, just shout out to everybody, man. We having fun. Um, you know, just shout out to my people, man. We had a lot of fun with this one, man. Episode 143. We got a title for this? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Niggas was vibing so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking weed and conversion, bro. Golly. <laughs> oh, man. Shark. Yeah, so you know, I end this Baltimore County forever, ever.